0: You hear all the bull about diet and exercise.
1: Carbs are evil.
0: Do more cardio.
1: Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a
0: juice cleanse.
1: We get it. We fell for all the BS too.
0: It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I am Becca.
1: We are your nutrition educators, and this is The Food Code. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. I can't believe it's September
0: craziness
1: it's not september right now by the way it's still july because we're <laughs> recording this <in> july. <laughs> hey, we, that's how ahead of things we are
0: we are working ahead so that becca can have much so deserved. that i can be
1: right now probably super sleep deprived with a crying baby on my boob <laughs> that's probably my life right now let's be real
0: oh mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. all right we are talking mindset today yep. and Beck and I both have weathered many different storms in our life. Uh, And so we know that we also share a lot of fiery content with you and we get a little bit of tough love in there, really tough love sometimes. But today we're talking about the fact that we know that life gets hard. Yes. Yes. And we know that there's going to be times that you just feel totally defeated. You feel totally knocked down. You feel like you're alone. You feel like you're never going to get out of this place, whether it is that you're hurt by someone or you've lost someone and you're grieving or life is just being really stressful. You know, mm-hmm. um, Maybe you have multiple kids at home and you're trying to work or we're in a lockdown again. Who knows what's going to happen? And so we want to talk about when life knocks you down, how we can just, Start to shift into a place of embracing this change and embracing this stress and not brushing it off, but utilizing these stressful times and these hard times to grow and build resiliency. Mm-hmm. Because I do think that there's a lot of grit, there's a lot of strength that is built when you can pick yourself back up and you just keep going. Yeah. I think, I think of a lot of times, like
1: if I were hiring someone. And you know, I I would ask like, what's the hardest thing you've ever been through in your life? The person's like, well, you know, when I was in seventh grade, someone knocked this ice cream off my ice cream cone, and it was really hard for me. Like, I'm not gonna hire that person. But if someone comes in and they're like, you know, I lost my mom to cancer uh, at a young age, and it was really hard, and I, you know, became a lot closer with my family afterwards. I made changes to my life, like. That's the person I want. That person has been through shit. That person has rebuilt themselves. They have fought through things. Like, and I'm not saying that I want people to go through hard things. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that when you are able, because here's the here's the bottom line: everyone goes through hard shit, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, you are not any different, or like it is all relative. Is what I'm saying, and what stress happens to us is not the is not the issue. It's how we respond to it. Mm -hmm. Liz and I have both been through very hard things, and we've talked about them before on the podcast. Like Liz has lost her mom, I've lost a baby. I've also dealt with like a lot of really hard things with sports around. I've torn my ACL in college. I was at a very high level in CrossFit, basically dedicating my life to competing. And I ruptured my Achilles basically a month before the biggest competition of my life and was out for the rest of, you know, I I haven't gone back to compete. Like, we've both gone through very, very challenging things. And at the end of the day, we dealt with them in ways that pushed us to be better and Stronger after them. I'm not saying I didn't grieve when we lost the baby. I'm not saying that I didn't cry for weeks when I ruptured my Achilles. But what I didn't do was I didn't let that moment bring me down for the next two to three years. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's what a lot of times will happen to people. Like, you know, you go through a divorce or you lose a loved one, which I'm not saying are things that you should just bounce back from tomorrow. But A lot of times we talk to people and they're like, you know, and that happened and then I gained 50 pounds over the next two years or, you know, my health kind of deteriorated after that. I developed type 2 diabetes and Mm -hmm. these things become catalysts for the deterioration of our quality of life. And that is what we can't let happen. We have to start looking at the obstacles that we face and these hard moments as, okay, this sucks. Like what I'm going through sucks and that there is no arguing that, but- but what if I can build off of this? Mm-hmm. What is this teaching me in this moment? What strength can I develop from this? And that is the mindset of people that can continue to better themselves versus people that I think stay stuck.
0: Yes. And I think that most people in those situations, they don't know how to grieve and they don't know how to handle the situation. And so that's why they resort to alcohol, suppressing, you know, maybe they're emotionally eating and eating lots of food or eating by themselves because they're trying to suppress the emotions rather than really feel them. And one thing that I had to learn throughout the grieving process after my mom passed is, it was okay to cry. It was okay to feel these emotions. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna lie and say that I didn't drink more than I normally drink for the month or two following, but I also had to catch myself and say, this isn't you, this isn't what you Mm -hmm. preach, this isn't the life that you want, and this isn't what would make my mom proud. And so I very quickly got on the phone, hired somebody, and I was like, listen... I need to work through this. I need to work through these emotions. I've never dealt with anything like this before in my life. My mom was my best friend. Help me through this. Help me navigate how to go through this grieving process. And there are still days that are really hard. Like Grieving never ends when you lose somebody. No. But at the end of the day, that experience of taking care of my mom has also built so much inner strength and courage for me. Like when Marcus was in the NICU, like I felt way more equipped because I had been through a thousand percent hard situations. You know, I had been mm-hmm. through hard times. I also feel as a coach, it really helps me empathize with clients when they're going through really hard times, or they've mm-hmm. lost a parent, or they're taking care of a grandma or a mom or someone who is really ill. And so one of the things that I also did throughout that time that I was taking care of my mom is I kept challenging myself to show up for myself in some way, shape or form because I... Have said this many times before, but there came a time in my life where I made a commitment to myself that I wasn't going to diet anymore. I was going to get healthy. I was going to figure this out, and I was just going to focus on being one percent better every day. And that's a commitment that I have to myself. Whether it is a hard workout or you know just drinking more water or focusing on sleep, it changes in different seasons on what I feel I'm lacking in and I need to mm-hmm. you know refocus or redial in. But I made a commitment to myself. And so even when I was there taking care of her, I asked my dad, I asked my sister like, guys, I need to get out of the house. And I would go to the gym and I would cry through my workout, but I still showed up. Yep. And I'm not saying that everybody has to use their workouts as a way to you know cope with stress. But what I am saying is that you build confidence by showing up in mm-hmm. some way, shape or form. Yep. You build that inner strength that allows you to survive in some of the lowest moments of your life. Yeah. And eventually that inner strength, it becomes like steel Mm -hmm. and it kind of forges just a fire for the rest of your life. And so anytime that we're going through really high stress times, whether it's related to work or mom life or just life in general, I always think about, I've been through worse situations. This situation at hand could be worse. And I switch it into how can this build me? Mm -hmm. How can I build more resilience here how can I build more courage how can I build more confidence and stamina and I know that I have the tools in the toolbox to do so but sometimes we have to take a look in the mirror totally. and really challenge ourselves and say this situation sucks here's how I'm feeling but here's what I can do yeah. And here's how I, I can move forward I
1: think so many people think that like they need the perfect opportunity or the perfect situation to commit to things You guys, you don't build yourself in high moments. You don't build yourself when nothing's going on that's going to challenge you, when there's no resistance, when it's just easy. You build yourself when shit gets hard, when like you're doing stuff and it's not working how you want it to, and you don't give up and you keep doing things. Like we've talked about before on other Friday fires, like there's this time frame that I think 15 to 30 days that you commit fully. Something like truly, fully, nothing gets in your way. No stress, no barriers. Everything you push through and you power through, and you sh- truly show yourself that you can do something. So many people can't do that, and that is where we end up stuck. We end up miserable. We end up frustrated. Like in these trenches, that is where I have built my confidence by shit that I've suffered through. Like because because I've suffered through it and gotten through it, I'm like I can deal with whatever happens. Like. I don't want to deal with bad things. That's not really what I'm wishing upon myself, but I know I can. And if I hadn't gotten through those things and I hadn't looked at them as ways of how can I build from this? How can I become stronger from this? Like I talked about when we lost the baby, I, it was the most devastating thing that's ever happened to us. But I thought about what can I bring good from? Out of this mm-hmm. and I thought about talking about my story because so many people don't talk about infertility or you know late losses and pregnancies or you know losing a baby so I started talking about it and so many people reached out that you know thanked for thanked me for talking about it and talked to me about their stories. I thought about how can I be a better mother from this for my own kid that I have right now and what do I want you know how, what do I want for the rest of it like there were so many things that I tried to spin it. Because every day was hard. I would go to bed crying for weeks. Like, it was such a devastating thing. And all of the reminders that were there, like, I still got breast milk. I still, like, there were so many things that were hard about that moment. But what I had to continue to wake up every day and tell myself is, like, I am grateful that I still have a very healthy little boy. I have a husband that supports me. I have, you know, other things that are so good in my life still. And I can grow out of this and I can learn from this. And so, It's more so when stress hits us, how do we respond to it? Like, Mm -hmm. what is our thought process? What is our automatic, you know, I think a lot of people have this like automatic response of they turn to wine or they turn to food or they turn to, you know, stop exercising because you don't want to make that time for yourself anymore because you're stressed. Like, how do we respond to tough situations? And then the other piece that I think is huge is looking back and like, how have you grown? over years and challenging yourself around that. Like Liz was say, the one percent better every day is so huge as a concept, but so many people refuse to look at it. Like they think, well I have to be a hundred percent better by tomorrow. That's what I want. Like that's <laughs> that's why I do these extreme diets. But at the end of the day, it is what have you changed in a positive way about yourself? And what are you continually evaluating to change down the line? And that is what I really try and strive for. And I know Liz does as well. And why we get along so well, I think, because I'm never pleased. Like, am I happy with where I am? Absolutely. Because I've worked really freaking hard to get here in a lot of different ways, but I'm never satisfied. I always want more, more for myself. I always want more for my family. I always want more for our business. Like, there's always more to be had. And that's where I think that grit and that discipline and that drive is needed. If you want to continue to grow and be happy in your body and happy with your life, You can't be satisfied. You can't shut down when stress hits. You have to look at it as an obstacle. How the hell am I going to crush this is Mm
0: -hmm. how I look at it. Yeah. And I think some of the best transformations are made in the hard times. Oh, gosh, yes. I'm not necessarily talking about a physical transformation. I'm talking about a mental and emotional transformation. Transformation because mm-hmm. we talk a lot with our clients about we want you working with us when shit hits the fan, when yep. life gets really hard, because we can help support you. We can be an anchor. We are a third neutral party, as we always tell them. You can, you know, vent to us or whatever. You can cry to us, whatever. But then we can walk you through here's what we can do in this situation or encourage you and let you know you are doing great. Like I just had a conversation with one of our moms the other day. She's really, really hard on herself. Things have, Hit the fan with work, with family. She's home with three kids. She's trying to work at the same time. I'm like, I don't know how you're doing all of this. And you're doing fucking fantastic. And she's <laughs> like, really? Thank you so much. And I'm like, you got to give yourself credit to where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you make that commitment to yourself, like it might not be up to par. It might not be your 100% that you want it to be in high stress times, but you can just keep going one step forward in front of the other, doing the things that you need to do to build this grit. And on the other side of it, this is where we see so many people say, I am a completely different person. My outlook on life is totally different. My mental state is totally different because now it's like all these other things that used to bother me, they're just like little things, yes. you know, and yep. they just, they don't even bother me anymore because they know that they've been through the trenches and they still kept showing up for themselves. And that's how they built their confidence. That's how they built their courage and their resiliency to other things. Things in life. And so, wherever you're at right now, whatever you're going through, one foot in front of the other, do something for yourself, whether it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes that you give yourself each day to do something for you to fill your cup up. You deserve it. And you mm-hmm. can make it through this time, but you have to keep choosing you. You have to keep choosing to show up and do the things you can do and not resort to the stress, right? Because if we retreat to not doing anything, We're just going to continue to drown in the stress, but you're made
1: for more. That's where we need to challenge you guys. Like, how do you see yourself handling stress right now? Like, are you, are you the type that stress consumes you and you let stress become your excuse for not doing things or you let hard times turn into hard years because they catalyst into this downward spiral? Like evaluate that. That's a hard evaluation to do. That is a very hard evaluation to do. But at the end of the day, it helps us sometimes realize I need to snap out of this. Like I can grow from these things. I can be better. I can be happier, but I'm the one holding myself back in how I respond to stress or how I respond to hard times. And so we challenge you, like if you've been really struggling, commit to something for the next, you know, 15 to 30 days for yourself and show up for that thing. Mm -hmm. And if it's something small, it's something Mm -hmm. small, like let it be something that you know you can commit to, but make sure it's something that also makes you a little uncomfortable. You got to get uncomfortable when you're about to grow. If you aren't uncomfortable, it's probably not going to result in very much growth. And that's what the rule, the rule that I try to live by in life is you got to get uncomfortable if you want to grow. And at the end of the day, when life fucking slaps you in the face and it knocks you down in the corner of the ring, how are you going to get up and how are you going to fight back? So hopefully this was a good Monday mindset that, that spoke to you, but we need to realize that we are stronger than we think. And at the end of the day, You're only as strong as you think. So we got to start controlling that.
0: Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.